Hello and welcome to Definitely. This is the podcast where we make absolute certain statements about topics that we know absolutely nothing about. My name's Dylan. And my name's Regan. This is our zero subscriber special. Yeah. We've got um, our trusty tech Heinrich as always in the studio, right. aka my bedroom. Uh, yeah, so I think what a great way to way to kick this episode off um, is, is talking about money. Mm. It's something that's close to everyone's heart. Yeah. At least to their left bum cheek. Mm. And so... Uh, I got I got some money questions. Go for it. And I, I reckon we can we can get down to this though. Um, so the first the first thing I want to know is what what's the cheapest python I can legally get in in Western Australia? The cheapest python. And here's a reminder: we we know absolutely nothing about these topics that we're going to talk about. About anything, really. About anything. Um, I'm an unemployed teacher. <laughs> Dylan's uh, recently employed, doing something that he's not qualified for. Um, barely. Um, uh, a python. I think in Australia, in 2020, you could get a python for as cheap as $75. <laughs> Obviously, they go up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, here's the thing. I, I, this is a trick question because I absolutely know the answer. And, <laughs> and it's, and you can't get a python for under three grand. Who's your python guy? <laughs> Um, well, you see, the, the thing with getting a python is it's, it's the bureaucracy. They're not going to give a, a python to anybody. You've got to get your reptile license and you've got you to pump that, pump that puppy right, right up. Yeah, so I think, uh, I I think got, what Dylan's talking about is the sh- process that you have to go through to yeah. getting a python. Yeah, it's so upwards of $3,000. You know, we've got, we've got our, our, sign, our sound team, which is Heinrich and his phone. He'll be... Uh, <laughs> he'll be just fact checking us, yeah. and or more likely just updating the Wikipedia page based on <laughs> on the facts that we'll be delivering. And yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Sure, you can get a snake for cheap, but legally, you've got to you got you got to have the licenses. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about this about something else for that how expensive it was and something recently. Mm. What was it? We were talking about uh, construction costs, mm. uh, and it was it was like the costing of things. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, like, here's the thing. How much does a cruise ship cost, Regan? Cruise ship? Yeah. Um, are we talking cheapest? I'm, I'm talking about your Princess Diamonds. That is a $1 billion vessel. <laughs> yeah, you know what? No, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Because you can actually work this out at home, just thinking about it. Essentially, what you need to be doing is you need to say, all right, what are the facilities? What do they offer? Mm. You're looking at you're looking at accommodation for for two thousand people, mm. like let's say, oh no, three and a half thousand people, one thousand two hundred crew. These are the exact numbers. And then, so you know, accommodation. What what's it going to cost to to house this this many people? Next, you're going to have a number of commercial kitchens. What you know? How much does an ice rink cost? Boom, put that in the boat's cost. Mm. Looking at a small uh, small cinema, a pool, mm. just the shell a few of a restaurants. A few restaurants, the shell of a boat. Yeah. Um I think that's that's gonna be the big question mark to us is how much does a boat cost? <laughs> like <laughs> well, the I feel shell like of we a could bo- take a fair guess at a restaurant or like an ice rink, but <laughs> how much does a boat cost? The shell of a of a Three thousand well, passenger boat. It's, in, it's incredibly similar to the Python question. You, it's bureaucracy. <laughs> you can, I I know it, you can get a boat cheap, but you can't get a legal boat cheap. That's the difference. 
We're talking, you got to pay registration for a boat. I honestly don't know if the Princess Diamond pays rego. <laughs> pays, yeah. Because <laughs> they travel to so many countries. What country would they be paying the rego to? Their allegiance is to the sea. <laughs> to democracy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's, no, there's no sea tax. It's true. <laughs> At least, yeah. No, yeah. that's just a fact. There's no sea tax. <laughs> it's pirates. That's <laughs> a really bad joke. Go on. Don't worry. <laughs> there is a taxi, though. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Big numbers. Billion dollar vessel. I, 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 I think that might be a slight over overstatement. I would have thought I, I, I was on the lower side with a billion. You reckon? Mm. Oh, man. I'm, I'm inclined to... I'm going to go 750. $750 million. And and this, I know this. <laughs> this is just... What? How uh, what, How does the Queen Elizabeth size up to the Titanic? Oh, at least twice as big. Is it? <laughs> at least. Because, um... Well, we've all seen Titanic. The ti- Not the boat, the movie. Mm. No one's seen the boat. Well... Somebody has. <laughs> that old woman from the start of the Titanic movie <laughs> has seen it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Titanic had... 12 floors. Mm. What were they? <laughs> so you got your poop deck. Um, you got your, uh, you got your, uh, you know, your main, your main deck. <laughs> sorry, sorry. When you said it has 12 floors, I thought you meant like 12 floors, like 12 things wrong with it. Oh. <laughs> no, I had one floor and it was, and it was wedged. It was, yeah, it was wedged in the front of the boat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it, it sunk due to human error, didn't it? Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. Um, that, well, that and the iceberg. Yeah. But, um, Clive Farmer's rebuilding the Titanic. I think he, I think he was thinking about it. And he was, I, he, he talks a lot, but he, he doesn't do as much. I think I read somewhere that that was a $2 billion build. Yeah, but, okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, uh. Um, failed businessman, Australian. Uh, what's like the opposite of a philanthropist? Yeah. But somebody who who just takes a lot of money from the public, <laughs> who's a wealthy person that politician. politician. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could call him a politician. He's a politician. Um, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Hey, is the Pope insured? Life insurance or? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What other insurance would you would you insure the Pope with? I don't know. Um, home and contents. Because <laughs> he got home and contents on the Vatican. I want to know if he's got <laughs> dental. <laughs> um, surely he'd have some sort of life insurance. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a dangerous job. Mm. Yeah, you got you to shake a lot of hands. You gotta, That's true. Um, I saw a photo. I saw a photo of uh, the current Pope. Pope Francis blessing blessing a Lamborghini. Yeah, but Pope Francis is is annoyed me for one reason <laughs> mainly, because now you can no longer use the phrase "is the Pope Catholic," because you look at Pope Pre- you look at Pope Francis and you're like, is he? Is he? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not. Mm. It's not really. But the thing is about popes, um, they're not allowed to like marry or have kids, are they? Yeah, like Jedi. So he like Jedi. Popes are Jedi's. So he dies. Who's this money going to from his insurance? Um. I'm sure it just goes to the the nearest orphanage in in Italy. You reckon? 
Hey, does the Vatican even have an orphanage? I don't know. Does the Vatican even have, like, a little local deli? I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the Vatican is. Is it a building or is it a village? It's neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it, it's, well uh, it's a country. It's a country. It's a country. Yeah, it's just the smallest or, like, second smallest country in the world. I thought it was, like, a little, just, like, a little walled-in community. I mean, yeah. That's classified as a country. Yeah. Because mm. they have the Pope. They have a Pope. Yeah, you got a Pope, you got a country. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's the rules. That's how it works. That is how it works. Um, yeah, they, they, I don't know. They decided this this part of Italy was nice, and they thought would make it our own country. Mm. Yeah, so it's like it's tiny. There's like I don't know a thousand five hundred mm. people that live there. Blimey. Yeah, all, all Catholic. Well, the Pope isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, probably ninety five percent. Yeah. Hmm. Look at that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't even know if they have a if they have a shop. They they'd have a gift shop. You'd probably be able to buy a buy a little Pope Pop Funko. Oh yes. Um <laughs> I was I was thinking like um I went to I went to France and at the Notre Dame they were they were selling like vials of blood from Jesus oh. and um thorns from the crown of thorns. Right. And quite a quite a good deal as well, especially considering the significance of the historical artifact. Yeah, yeah. If you could get like a, a little a little vial of blood for, you know, twenty five euro, that's pretty good. And that's literally Jesus's blood, and yeah. and not not because chicken blood. That's as that's I, incredible. As I recently learned in one of these conversations that we had unrecorded, mm. there's not that much blood in the human body. Yeah, yeah. When you donate blood, how much do they take percentage wise? When you donate blood, they take, well, a, a, <laughs> I would have thought about a liter. A liter of blood? But they then, take a liter of blood. But then you told me apparently we only have like eight liters of blood in our whole body. That's a big boy. A big boy has eight liters. Oh, yeah. But like, we've got so much body. What's inside there? Oh, It's all red. It's not. You ever seen a liver? Purple. Yeah. It's an off, off product of red. A byproduct of red. <laughs> you know what makes the liver purple? Urine? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I reckon, uh, well, again, these, these are all facts. I know that the, uh, the human body's got, let's say between five and 12 liters of blood. 12, I, I go five and eight, but you know, you always gotta, you always gotta account hmm. for Andre the Giant. That's, that's yeah. one of the, basic considerations of, of mm. medical science. Um, you wouldn't find a, any any sort of respecting journal article or medical textbook that doesn't mention Andre the Andre Giant the at some point. <laughs> and that's actually, well, one, because of his physical anomaly, but also because of his contribution to cinema and The Princess Bride. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's just out of respect. I think that all medical professionals will include that. Yeah. But when they when they take blood, if they took a liter, that, that'd be like 20, that'd be 25 or 20% of a small person's uh, blood, mm. which wouldn't be good because then they'd... Uh, yeah, they'd like lose a limb be, or something. Yeah, they'd like be a limb's worth of blood. It's a quick way to lose weight though, but... It's true. No, I think... Um, I think you're looking at 200 mils. I don't think that... Uh, I don't think they take more than 200 mils. It's just unethical. Mm. I've never donated blood. Yeah. Because apparently I have mad cow disease. Yeah, no, you can, I can, I can see it. Or I, I lived in, I lived in Britain in that in that period, so they won't take my blood in Australia. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. Which is besides the point, that's just fact. Well, interestingly enough, I also can't give blood. Mm. And that's um that's because I'm a carrier of dengue, dengue fever. fever. Yeah, it's just mm. a little mosquito mosquito disease. Yeah. What Doesn't, do, well, mosquitoes don't. What sick. is mad cow disease? That's a great question. What are some symptoms? Right, well oh. <laughs> obviously it's mooing. <laughs> <laughs> it's mooing. Um yeah, one of the most famous uh carriers of mad cow disease was Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm inclined to say that you're wrong, but if not, I, I can com- I can guarantee you right now. You Google does Susan Boyle have mad cow disease? And I know. Give that a Google. <laughs> Look at a, um, a guy in, a guy behind the desk to check that out. Yeah, but yeah, I would say absolutely not to the mooing. But if not, why is it called mad cow disease? Well, it was carried by cows. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And it and it made the cows mad, just made the people sick. Mm, is sick. that like bird flu? No, nah, just made them sick of the cows. I used to think that bird flu was a past tense verb. Bird flu. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had bird flu. Did you? No, it flew away. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's terrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Um, do you know what? Um, speaking of diseases, mm. everyone everyone knows that the royal family is is a is a famous carrier of. Um, <sighs> Well, uh, they're hemophiliacs. You know, they they cut themselves and and they bleed out. Mm. They lose all all five liters at once. Yeah. All, f- all, f- all five liters. Oh, well, the queen she gets more, but that's a privilege. Yeah. Um. But here's here's a question for you: the royal family, they're they're hemophiliacs. Mm. Um. What can you tell me about the uh, the the Australian uh, royal family? There is no Australia. Oh, I mean, I mean. Are you talking about the same royal family? Because Australia is part of the Commonwealth. No, no, no. So technically, I, I, we have the same royal family. Is that no, a no, no. Question there. No, no. I was talking about um, Russell Coit and, right. dire- and his direct family. Um, yeah. Here, uh, here we go. Here's a bit of uh, ASMR, ASMR. For, the, for the crowd at home. <laughs> this is this is a cider. Ooh, our sound guy. Yeah, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be wrong to not have a sip after that. Hmm. <laughs> Now we're we're not the kind to laugh at um, Susan Boyle around here. That's just inappropriate. She's done she's done a terrific no. she's done a terrific contribution to um uh, what is it America's Got Talent Britain's Got Talent. I know. I mean, I knew. What what uh, which country had talent? Britain had Susan Boyle. Yeah, no, but the question was which ta- which country had talent? Most of them, I'd imagine. All inhabited countries. What's the, uh, who's your, wait a minute, name one talented musician that's come out of the UK. Ed Sheeran. Keep trying. <laughs> James Blunt. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah. a great point. Mm. I was going to say, um, I was going to say Sting. Isn't he British? Yeah. Yeah. That's two for two. Yeah. Oh, well, Susan, okay. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Two out of three really isn't bad. Now I've got I've got a um, conversational piece, and this mm. one's this one's been haunting me for years. Yeah, hit me. Um, how long was the filming of Back to the Future? The entire trilogy. The entire trilogy. Now it's a trick. It's it's not a trick question because the obviously the movie involves time travel, mm. but they they couldn't they obviously weren't allocated the budget to actually you know time travel. 
well, I was going to say film it over that many years, but rather they use <laughs> they use sets and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and now all three films are set in the past for us. Yeah, it's true. Even the future's in the past. 2015 yeah. was the future. Yeah. Mm. So um, how how long did the entire trilogy take to film? In um, I don't know. You can give it a months or days. Well, I know they didn't film them all back to back. All three. Yeah. There was they filmed the first one, mm. I believe, and then they filmed the second two back to back. And I remember this because you would think that they filmed the first two back to back because those two movies sort of happen back to back, like within the contents of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. The third one's really the other one out there. Yeah. So, but they filmed two and three back to back. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, what, what, what we're, what I'm asking here is, um, so. I don't know how long it took. How many days are we on, are we on location for? Oh. Big man Spielberg, you know, it's not his first it's not rodeo. Spielberg. Zemeckis. <sighs> Robert Zemeckis. Is it John Williams? Mm, I don't know. Wow. Um, yeah, no, they were probably filming the three films for, not in one go, yeah, but they were on set, I would say, six to eight months. Let's film all three. Six to eight months. Six to eight months. 628. No, I... <laughs> I think that's an understatement. You got to the important thing to remember here is this is the, obviously uh, the '80s we're talking about, mm. and um, you know you could get a lot, you could get away with a lot more in the '80s. Yeah. Like uh, they didn't have to have uh, gaffers; they just let those leads run. Yeah, it's true. Just let them run across the across the ground. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, that would actually that, that would assume that it would have a, a tighter filming schedule. It'd get more done, but uh, I'm still I'm actually still going to go the opposite. I genuinely believe that they spent over a year on set throughout the Back to the Future trilogy. Mm. Mm. Well, would would your guess change if I told you that the Lord of the Rings trilogy mm. was filming for eighteen months? I don't know how that changes anything, but I'll see something. The Lord of the Rings trilogy is substantially bigger and better, and better. I think I think it's unfair to ever bring the Lord of the Rings trilogy into any discussion <laughs> about film because it it just dominates. It's true. Just pretty much anything you can. It's pretty. Uh, yeah, we've got a we've got a fact checker coming in. Yeah. So, eleven months. Eleven months. Well, that's what did I say? You said over a year, which is. You know, Not eleven year. months. Well, <laughs> a leap year. You add a day, bro. Well, a leap decade then. You add four or three days, depending on what decade it is. No, no, no. Two or three days. I, I want the one where the years change, not just the day in February. What? Don't worry about it. That's <laughs> fine. Hey, um, you know the um, the Aztec calendar. Mm, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's you know how um. It, it was meant to predict the end of the world. Mm. Do you know why that was? Um, no. Do you want me to guess? I want you to know. You want me to know? I No, I would imagine that it was something to do with the stars. Mm. They were probably star worshippers. Um, and they read the stars and, like, uh, it was probably a meteor, I guess. 
A media. A media was going to come and destroy the... Uh, I don't know, actually, because is the movie 2012 based on the Aztec 2012? Uh, it's a disaster film that, that, that worked on that. How factually accurate is 2012? I could imagine they put a lot of research into making sure that was... Okay, airtight. so I changed my answer from asteroid to natural disasters yep. based on the movie 2012. I think that's, that's, that's a very educated position to hold. But let me let me add something to that. Mm. The I don't I don't know about the I, were there Aztecs or Mayans or Incas? Mayan 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 yeah Ma- they were Mayan. Ma- Mayans Mayan oh. calendar yeah yeah it wasn't the Aztecs sorry Aztecs we've been falsely accusing you this whole time that's right they're they're, they're chill um the Mayans they their calendar was a was a spiral calendar they had big round stones mm. uh, and they were really good at doing calendar things is that right but but what they weren't good at it's starting at the right place on the stone. So instead of starting at the at the front of the stone and working it, you know, from left to right or top mm. to bottom, they just they did a circle. They did a circle calendar that spiraled inwards, like a little snake wrapped wrapping around itself. Okay. Like a like a hubba bubba chewing gum. You know yeah. when, you, when you crack open the the little yeah. the egg and you get mm. the hubba bubba. Yeah, that's mm. what they did with their calendars. But they they started from you know they started from right in front of them at the top center. Start spiraling. Eventually, you're gonna hit in the middle. You can't keep doing a calendar there because you run out of mm. run out of things. So they, yeah. but they just stopped and they were like, "Well, it doesn't Could matter." Could have to the back. Like it doesn't matter. We'll we'll be able to make a new stone in a thousand years. And they didn't. <laughs> and then we were like, "Well, you know, they stopped making calendars. They obviously assume the world's going to end." Is mm. that right? Probably not. But that's <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 yeah. the story. Yeah. Mm. So it's nothing to do with the stars. The stars may have influenced the calendar. I'm sure. It did. How were they counting a week? On their fingers initially, and then they found a stone and put it on there. Yeah, so I guess my question is, <laughs> did they have seven days a week like us? Were they working off the same year calendar year as us? I couldn't imagine why they would. When was the the Mayan calendar made? Uh, We're talking BC. For them, no. What? For them, it started at zero, I guess. Yeah, but like, what was zero for them? Well, it was just zero for them. But in terms of us, yeah, asking what zero for them was for us. Yes. Good question. How many years ago did they start this Aztec calendar? Because I would imagine, because if they were drawing this on a rock, big rock, unless it was, it would have to be a huge rock. Because hey. I'm thinking, if if I found a rock, and I was drawing days on it, and when <laughs> those days, <laughs> you never found a rock before. <laughs> no, I found a rock, but I'm I have... just imagining here if I had ever, if I ever came across a rock. <laughs> no, no. So I get a rock. I start drawing days on said rock, mm. and when I run out of room to write days, the world is going to end. The yeah. the week would be the the world would be ending on Tuesday, from the rocks that <laughs> I've seen. Uh, How you... big was this rock? That because. Mayans, I imagine it was a few thousand years ago that they wrote this calendar. How sure. did they find a rock big enough to write 4,000 years worth of a calendar? You've been to Uluru? Are they Australians? No, they're not Australians, but I, you know, I don't think I don't think we've got the only big rock. I think I think uh big rocks exist everywhere. Okay. Everywhere where you can find rocks locally. How long would it have taken to make this calendar if it was on a rock the size of Uluru? Oh, at least an afternoon and a half. What? You are <laughs> insane, bro. What do you it's mean? Weeks. Yeah, but that's at least an afternoon and a half. 
<laughs> no, we're not playing prices right here. <laughs> Don't try to You've ticked like over, that. I'm afraid. I want you to be making some absolute certain statements here. Um, it depends who the if if the guy had the apprentice at the time, slows him down. Let's say there was a team of twelve. I don't think there were that many chisels in, in ancient <laughs> Mayo. I think there was one, and it belonged to you know Jeff, and, and Jeff. he did the he did the rock Pharaoh carving. Jeff. <laughs> did you say Pharaoh Jeff? Yeah, that's Egyptian. Where are the Mayans from? South America. Are they? Yeah, man. They're Brazilian. Um, no, Me- Mexican. Uh, uh, so yeah, I think a little closer to the central. Clear. So yeah. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Is a bit Mayan. Probably. Mm. Do, you <laughs> Do you know what? Can I tell you something? It's a little bit, it's not quite what we talk about on this podcast, but I just thought it was funny. Um, I was I was taking a, a teenage boy home today mm. um, from youth. It's it's normal. Um, and Selena Gomez, Selena Gomez came on the radio. Yeah. Um, and she was like talking, just doing the little, I'm Selena Gomez and you're listening to Nova. Yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, she's got a really nice accent. You don't realize when you're looking at her. <laughs> now, is that a compliment or an I insult? I don't know. I don't know if he was saying that you don't realize people's accents when you're looking at them and you have to be solely focused on their voice. Well, or, if it is, or if it was Selena Gomez specific. Mm. Maybe maybe it was that that, that blind taste test. Where mm. you just hear an accent, and you're like, "What is this?" And then it's, "I'm Selena Gomez," and you go, "Oh wow, it's that." Mm. I just described exactly that situation that you just yeah. described. So I don't think I added a lot there. But uh, mm. speaking of um, speaking of Central America, yeah, um, and the Mayans, in fact, mm. do you know they um, they coexisted with dinosaurs. Okay, so now this calendar is just sounding way older. Unless unless they existed for ages and then towards the end of their reign, post-dinosaurs, they made the calendar. Because well, I would imagine if there's a T-Rex knocking about, you don't care what day of the week it is. Well, yeah, I guess. But it, if, you, if you... It might have been... It might not be the Mayans. Could have been the, the Incas. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit unsure on that. But here's what I am absolutely sure of. Yeah. Is that they had burial stones that had artworks depicting um, Homo sapien and, and dinosaur relations. Not like the Bill Clinton kind, but like people oh. on <laughs> people sitting on like a Stegosaurus. Yeah. Is that right? Well, probably. Explain that, atheists. <laughs> Explain that, anyone. <laughs> um, yeah, there's. Look, it it could have been a fake, but there was this dude, and he mm. and he came across a whole lot of them, mm. and there were these yeah there were these um there were these stones and they've and they've it's undeniably dinosaurs yeah so um you know yeah. who who would fake something like that mm. no one no, no one no it's no one would joke about that how certain do you think we are about the appearance of anim of of um dinosaurs. What do you mean? So, like, we all know what a T-Rex looks like. Well, we all know what people have told us T-Rexes look like. That's true. How accurate do you think that is to how a T-Rex actually looked? Hmm. I, you know what? Um, I, I don't know. I reckon, I reckon their skin looked like balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you why. Mm. It's because 
Now, I, I already know the answer to this, but have you ever seen the size of a T-Rex? <laughs> you, you're going to say no, because no, no I... you haven't. But if you if you look at, at like, the fossil structure and, and the assembled bone, mm. uh, you know, the assembled skeleton of a T-Rex, they're huge, right? Mm. But their bones are not strong enough to carry the weight of an animal that big. Mm. Yeah, because they like they got like kind of bird bones. Yeah, not not completely hollow, but they they don't they don't have these uh, strong mammal bones. Mm. Didn't drink milk, reptiles. It's mm. a fact. So you do, are you saying that dinosaurs are made up mostly of air? You know what? Air pockets. I don't know what I'm saying at this point, but I suspect they might have had helium pockets. What do you think about dinosaurs? Most dinosaurs having feathers. That was a thing that came out a few years ago. Scientists were kind of like, "Now nah, they actually had feathers. I think somebody made that up. You reckon? Well, wouldn't you? Somebody credible or just some random? No one's credible on dinosaurs. There's some people who dedicate their lives to them. Some people dedicate their lives to Minecraft. It's true. <laughs> I had a phase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think... I don't know about dinosaurs at all. Mm. When I was When I was young... I was just, I was amazed by them. They're incredible. Mm. And I thought they would play a bigger part of my life. Mm. And now they're just like, I don't know, everyone just seems to go, yeah, all right, dinosaurs happened. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, I think they had to be like, um, they had to be like more, the earth had to have more oxygen on it. Mm. It had to be higher quality air for yeah. like, for someone of that size and it's, and it's lung, you know, it's estimated lung capacity. Mm. Just, yeah, they had a, either they were real different to how our reptiles work, or the Earth was just real different. Mm. I don't know, but then again, you know these these burial stones. Yeah. Say humans were there as well. Yeah. Can mm. you explain to me? I can. I have heard so many times yeah. that crocodiles yeah. are dinosaurs among us. Crocodiles were alive back when dinosaurs were alive. Mm. How are they still alive when none of the other dinosaurs are? Well. You know the big, you know the meteor event, mm. the big one that that killed them all in the movie Dinosaur. Yeah, um, and in real life. Yeah, the uh, the crocodile was smart because he went under the water. Was it just one crocodile. One crocodile mm. went under the water, mm. and you know, like with with any meteor strike. Yeah, we all know. Get in the pool. Yeah, get in the pool. You good? Yeah, came out. He was the only one that could swim. Just ate fish for a while. There's a lot of prehistoric fish that are now. Is that one from Jurassic World that like eats the thing? I think what could be happening <laughs> is that the is megalodon or the one with the, like the crocodile, f- the alligator face. The one with the alligator face. Yeah, I liked that one as a kid. I think you might be onto something though. Go on. I think the crocodile was the only creature at that time that could exist both in water and land. Yeah, maybe. So when he when the meteorite came, he came to water mm. and chilled there. The meteor came to water. The meteor, no, he the crocodile went into the okay, water yeah. and he survived the meteor. Mm. And then when there was like some hectic climate change stuff going on, yeah, and like like a ball of fire, something happened sweeping and the across water the earth. Got toxic, or the water got super hot. So the the crocodile at that point just climbed back onto land. Nice. So, first of all, all the land dinosaurs were killed. The crocodile was in water for that. Then all the water dinosaurs were killed, and the crocodile was on land for that. Yeah, I feel like our credibility is decreasing on our knowledge of dinosaur and alligator relations. Mm. 
Alligator. Are they as old as dinosaurs? Are they like? Have they always been together? I don't know, but I'm gonna blow your mind. Mm. You ready for this? Yeah. Blue whales. Mm. The blue whale. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the biggest thing that has ever lived that we know of. That we know of, or that we're certain of. Well, we're not certain of anything. That big as thing humans. from Jurassic World. Mm. Bigger than a blue whale. Smaller than a blue whale. Jurassic World also stretched the truth a little bit with the with the mixing of the dinos. What? Yeah. Jurassic World is not one hundred percent truthful on their dinosaur trivia. You you wouldn't believe it, but I would not. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt mm. lying again. They just do what they're told. You yeah, can't hate true. them. Blue whale. Yeah. Biggest thing that's that we think that we believe has ever ever lived on Earth. Mm-hmm. And say there's nothing else out there in the galaxy. Mm. What we're talking about is that the blue whale is the biggest living thing ever mm. in the history of ever mm-hmm. in the whole entire universe. Mm. And we can see it in our lifetime. That's insane. That's pretty cool. And it's big, but it's not even that big. Yeah. Like when you when you think of a blue whale, you're not like, this is a... Like a colossal giant. I squeeze it into my house. <laughs> Where did he come in? <laughs> I'd take the roof off. You'd have to take the roof off. <laughs> They'd be upset. You don't even have a pool. No. No. I don't even have a big house. Yeah, but that just shows how small whales are. Even though they're the biggest thing in the whole mm. universe, perhaps. Ever. Surely I couldn't fit a blue whale in this house. You wouldn't, you wouldn't love it. If you t- if you knocked out all the walls, you would. I couldn't fit that thing from Jurassic World in this house. Yeah, well, that that wasn't real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop coming back to this. <laughs> but yeah, man, like it's big, but it's not it's not that big. Like it's not a giant. Like we can't com. It's not like we that we can't comprehend the size of it. It's like mm. oh, it's two buses long. Yeah, or like a bus and a half. Um, that's you know that's, that's pretty cool. That makes us pretty friggin' big. Mm. We're up there. Mm. Talk to me mm. about the difference between the African and the Asian elephant. Their Lang- language? S- the African and the Asian elephant. Yeah, they speak different dialects. Yeah, I'd imagine. But they are so similar Yeah, with some subtle differences. Yeah. What's, were they once like all elephants were just called elephants and then s- somehow when Pangaea, whatever the combined continents were called, split, they split off and then they adapted... Some got smaller or some got bigger, or were they always separate things? African elephants and Asian elephants. Well, I no, I couldn't imagine that they were always separate things. Mm. Like, cause they've got flipping arms out of the middle of their face. Mm. That's pretty rare. Yeah. Them and what? The walrus, and the narwhal. The narwhal. That's something else. But mm. do you believe in narwhals? I am doubtful. I think that's a safe position to hold. Yeah, I think I'm not going to go as far as to say I don't believe in them. No, that would be. But foolish. I would also feel like an idiot if I said that I believed in them. Yeah, and like unicorn, like somebody... unicorn dolphins. Yeah. I mean, and we d- we don't even know how they mate. It's true. I'll be honest with you. I am doubtful about the hammerhead shark. What do you mean? I've seen them. Have you? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> they're one I'm of a they're, they're one of the more popular sharks for aquariums. They just because they're like small. Crazy though. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I always thought they were like CGI. No, they're just they're just eye. But you've seen them. I have. Personally. Mm. With my own with my own eyes. 
Okay. You know, there's never been a great white shark in captivity. Yeah, you told me this the other day. Mm. It's because they, it's because they got to swim. Yeah, but they can can't they swim in captivity. Not not the way they got to. But they can't do circles. They got to do kilometers. Mm. They got to just they just got to swim all all the time. Can't stop yeah. swimming. Mm. I think and I think um I think we've tried we've like put them in put them in some big pools. Yeah. They just go soft. Yeah. Like mm. uh, like when you no, transport right. salmon. You know. Mm, salmon. Yeah, if you just transport salmon in big tanks, they they go soft. Is that right? No, I don't know. Do you not want a soft salmon? No, I want my I want my salmon firm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, how long have we been recording for, Heiner? Thirty-six minutes. I reckon that's a pretty good time for that's a fantastic. first podcast. That's fantastic. So we are going to call it there. Mm. We've had some interesting discussions. Yeah. I hope you've learned something. I've because learned something. We haven't. I've <laughs> learned. <laughs> what have you learned? I've learned that it took eleven months to shoot Back to the Future. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So if you take nothing else from this, you can take that. Yeah. Great. Brilliant. Okay. Fantastic. We'll catch you next time. Definitely. On definitely. Definitely. <laughs>